Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys. You rock. Hey, today's devotion is what? On November the 17th. I hope you're having a totally awesome day. Hey, guys, today we're going to be... Did you see the word was on the rock? Oh, that's a whole nother devotion, guys. Look at, look at, that's a whole nother devotion. The word was on the solid rock. I love it. I love it. Am I going there? No. We're going to be in 2 Kings. We're going to be looking at a story with the great prophet Elisha, okay? And we're going to be in chapter 6. And I think this story, it shows so much of the heart of God, okay? And those individuals who are serving God, okay? That they have a servant's heart. We're going to be in 2 Kings chapter 6. And let me read the story. It says, The company of the prophet said to Elisha, Look! The place we're meeting, it's, it's too small, meaning this. Elisha and Elijah had established kind of like a Bible college, a seminary, okay? Where God was training those individuals, okay, to live godly lives, okay, and to spread the gospel. Meaning they were vessels, okay, unto honor. They were empty buckets that God could use. And Elisha, from time to time, would visit these individuals and impart, okay, God to them. Elisha okay? was a mentor for these young individuals. He was a teacher. They could come to him and they could ask the hard questions. And those of you who are in ministry, okay, listen very carefully. There's very few people that you can go to and ask questions, okay? Because oftentimes people are judging you, okay? And you're supposed to know everything. Do you think Matt knows everything? Absolutely not. Okay, so they go to Elijah and they say, Elisha, uh, we're so appreciative of the place that we have and you coming along, but it's really small. Do you think we could get some lumber and everyone could go to this area over here and we could build like a bigger house? You know what I'm saying? And that could be our school. And you know, Elisha says, it's a great idea. Let's do it. Elisha is encouraging them to do it. He's, he acknowledges, hey, that thought probably, most likely, absolutely, came from God. It's a good idea. He acknowledges it. He says this, go, do it. What's on your heart? And you know what? This is free stuff this morning, guys. It's the same with you and I. Oftentimes we get these ideas, okay, and we think they're ours, and rarely are they ours. It is God imparting something to us, and it seems right, it feels right, we have a peace about it, okay, and we move forward in faith knowing God gave me this idea. It's a good one. And, and why is he doing that? Because he wants to spoil you and I. That's what he is. But in verse 3, what happens is this. One of the guys, one of the prophets, okay, he says this, uh, uh, Elisha, would you come with us? You know what I'm saying? Because you got to realize Elisha is very highly respected, okay? And it is acknowledged that he has a double portion of God upon his life. You know what I'm saying? It would be like Billy Graham, okay? Or, or Adrian Rogers, or you know what I'm saying? Some great mighty preacher who is recognized, okay? came to your church of 50, okay? And he's used to selling out stadiums, and you say, hey, uh, I know you're busy. I know your flight takes off in 40 minutes. Could could, could you come to our little, uh, we have some sandwiches and some chips, you know, um, we just wanted to spend some time with you. And here's the thing, those godly men in a heartbeat because they realize they're just servants of God. Yeah, let's go get a sandwich. I have enough time, okay? So in verse 3, it says this. I really like this. And most people skip over it, but it means a lot to me. It says, then one of them said, will you please come with your servants? Oh my goodness. I will, Elisha replied, and he went with them. Then they went to the Jordan, and they began to cut down trees. As one of them was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water, okay? 
Meaning this, they're cutting down trees, they're doing everything that God has placed on their heart, but here's the thing, they were poor as dirt, okay, and this axe, someone had an axe, which was a rarity. I mean, here's the thing, it's not like you had the steel chainsaws out there and you're going to build it all in a day, like the Amish build these barns in a day. It, it took a lot of labor, I mean, cutting, when was the last time you cut down a tree? It's been a while for me, and here's the thing, I don't know what it is about men in the man cave come Christmas, we think we're going to go to a Christmas tree farm, and all of a sudden we're Paul Bunyan. And here's the thing, I'm winded, I'm whipped after just cutting down a small Christmas tree for the family. It's all free stuff, but here's the thing, sometimes our, I don't need to go there. You already knew what I was going to say, didn't you? Okay, and so this guy, he goes to, he goes to Elijah and says, Elisha, Elisha, I borrowed the axe. The axe head just fell off the axe. I don't own it. It's not mine. Okay, because here's the thing. Every, every guy in the man cave understands this. Your dad taught you this lesson. If you borrow a tool, you return it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You take care of what you borrow and you give it back, okay? You never give back something that you borrowed in worse condition, okay? And when you borrow, you say thank you and you're appreciative and sometimes if you broke it, you go buy them a nicer tool, okay? Well, so this prophet, he's panicking, okay? And he's saying, Elisha, oh my goodness, I borrowed this ax and here's the thing. Axes, again, they were expensive in those days, okay? The, the prophets didn't own their own, okay? So what does Elisha do? Listen to this, okay? Because it, it, it just shows the heart of God. It shows the heart of Elisha. Verse 5, it says this. The guy's crying out. He says, it was bald. It says he's crying. He, he's really upset. He says, it was bald. It was bald, okay? Verse 6, Elisha replies. It says, then the man of God asks, where did it fall? Where did, meaning, where did the axe head fall? It fell into the Jordan River. Guys, you gotta realize, the Jordan River, uh, if there's not a miracle involved, okay, it's flowing, okay, and it's really high. People died all the time in the Jordan, okay? You couldn't just cross the Jordan at certain seasons, okay? He says, you know, it fell in the Jordan, okay? And, and so Elisha said, where did it fall? And the guy, the prophet, watch this, because this is a lesson for him. He's like, what does that matter? I, you know what I'm saying? Ha, hasn't someone asked a question like you? Uh, you know, $100 flew out of my pocket, and it's 50 mile an hour winds, and, and someone says, which way did it go? What does it matter which way it went? It's, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Or something has flown out of the car when you're going down the freeway at 75 miles an hour. You know, does it matter? A person's hat fell out of the car. Are you going to get in the middle of the freeway when it's bumper to bumper track and everybody's doing 85 and 90 miles an hour? It doesn't matter. But the, 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 Elijah says this, where did it fall? Okay, because why? Elijah has eyes of faith. That's all I'm going to say on that. I, I, Elisha sees as God sees, not as the prophet in training sees. He sees the carnality of the situation. He's not seeing with spiritual eyes. He's seeing with these fleshly eyes. And friends, I don't need a witness, but you and I have done that a lot, haven't we? We start looking at our situation, our problems, and we're like, oh man. We would never say, oh man, if we would say, oh Lord. Do you understand? He can do anything. So Elisha says, where did it fall? Okay, and I just love this. The man of God says, where did it fall? When he showed him the place, Elisha cut a stick. So Elisha cuts a little piece of stick, okay? And he threw it in there and made the iron to float. It's an absolute miracle. Guys, can I tell you something? The story is as it is. You don't add to it, you don't take away from it, okay? Do we understand all the ramifications of the story? I've heard so many people, pastors, spin eloquently on this story. Let me tell you what took place, okay? 
Elisha just cuts off a stick. You with me? Throws it in the water. Do we know why? No. That's how God led him. The iron, which cannot float, started floating. So much so that the prophet grabbed it back. What matters to you matters to God because you matter to God. Do you understand? I've heard people preach this and say, well, we have to be careful with other people's stuff. Yeah, but I'm not preaching it that way. Brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Really? Really? Uh, you know, oh, so I'm not supposed to borrow my neighbor's car and crash it into a wall. Guys, that's a given. That's not where I'm going with this story. Where I'm going is this. God loves you. And the little things of your life that you might be embarrassed to go to God with or ask God's help on, He wants to help you. You understand? There's nothing too small in your life that he doesn't want to be a part of. God wants to be there for you day in and day out. And he wants you to acknowledge him as a friend, as your God, and as a helper and as your Savior. Friends, the more I walk in this life with the Lord, the more I realize I need you, Lord. I mean, here's the thing. I don't try. Guys, you want to hear something? I don't try to get in trouble. But sometimes, look at, look at, look at, Matt in the man cave, he gets in trouble. And you're like, well, how is that? Uh, Matt, are you kidding? I'm not kidding, okay? And, and, and God allows it. But I think God, when he allows these times, when I get in trouble, okay, and some, look at, look at, I know you don't believe me. It's no fault of mine. Have you ever felt like that? You got in trouble. It's no fault of yours. And you're just scratching your head. And you knew, you knew in the bottom of your heart because you know God. And you understand his sovereignty, you understand his providence. This could not have happened, God, unless you allowed it to happen. And now I'm in the midst of it. And we're just kind of like, Lord, why? Because he wants you to draw nigh to him. He wants you to call out to him. He wants to show you how much he loves you. He wants to show you how faithful he is. And he wants to show you that there's nothing that you can come to him with. And he's going to say, oh, fix it yourself. You're smart enough. It's not like that with God. Paul said, when I'm weak, then am I strong. So oftentimes I find myself in, in areas where I feel very, very, very weak. And I feel very, very, very helpless. And I'm calling out to God. And you know what? The season I'm in, the situation I'm in, the event that I'm in, the problems that I'm in, they were orchestrated by Almighty God so I would cry out so I could, what? fellowship with God and he could show himself so faithful on my behalf. Does he care about axe heads that fall in the water that are borrowed? Yes. Does he care about having a bigger place to live? Yes. Does he care about you? Yes. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.